Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for, for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer. Uh, so no matter what uh, your setup is like, you can uh, start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer answer and polls are the best way to get them talking you can attach that to your your podcast there and, and you get your you get you know valuable interactions with your fan your fans and uh <clears throat> with spotify for podcasters you can earn money in a variety of ways including ads and podcast subscriptions and best of all it's totally free with no catch and that's uh that that is true um, <laughs> supposed to do a testimonial here, um, but anyways, this is the the podcast I use or the podcast uh host that I use. I like Spotify. They're uh they're very good on just letting you do your thing uh with uh with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify and, and this is uh this is a great way to get started if you if you've ever thought about starting a podcast this is where I would send anybody to go um <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app or you can go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started and yeah if you've ever thought about just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. Welcome to Burning Daylight, the only podcast for the working cowboy. Well, what's up, Daylight Burners? Um, back again for well, uh, Jake Smith. You all remember him. Um, we're doing a little 
different kind of bull session. Um, I was I was uh, sitting with uh, with Jake and a couple of other fellas the other day, and Whiskey Myers just uh, released this new album, um, Tornillo, Tornillo. I'm guessing it's. I don't know what that means. Um, anyway, but I, I listened to it, and I've been kind of binge listening to it since. And uh, uh, and uh, so. Better than uh, shooting the shit and uh, listening to getting you in the background and uh, talk about it. The you uh, you're you're Whiskey Myers fan, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I've been listening to them since probably probably before that first album came out when they were just bullshitting around the, the East Texas area. That that's um that's kind of like you're you're Arkansas, but like um like that Texarkana, you're like your home country, right? Yeah, yeah. We're we're I mean we're farthest southwest you can get. We've got I think uh 20 minutes from 45 to Louisiana, 25 to, to Texas. So you're in the shithole. Oh, um, well, I mean, it could be, I don't know, San Francisco nowadays. So, uh, it's true. It's, it's always, uh, it's worse. Um, I don't know. San Francisco, Somalia, they're kind of, they're, they're about to like converge on the same level of shittiness, I think. In Seattle. Seattle. Um, you know, Somalia might have surpassed them. You can at least have guns in Somalia. Like a, I'm pretty sure it's encouraged at least. Um, right. Um, so anyhow. I don't know where we're going with that, but let's uh, let's get in this album and we'll uh, we'll swear. see where it goes. And uh, have you listened to it at all yet, Jay? Yeah, I listened to uh, first probably seven or eight, well, first five or six earlier when I was in the tractor, and, uh, and then kind of hit on it. Of course, now there's one of it was already out beforehand, and I did get a chance to listen to it early, and it was it was pretty. Pretty kick ass. Yeah, they they had uh, a couple, and uh, we'd listen to them when we were heading back to Kansas, and they were. But that this is a fucking solid album. Um, I don't know. Uh, Myers, one of those bands, it's just always. Uh, um, shit's been. Seem like they get.
this was the the one that's been yeah i'm trying to find there was one Uh, a little bit, maybe. It got out in like on the first and a half song. Huh. I was, I was, it's my, uh, I don't know, my Starlink's awesome for when it works, but when it's not working, it's like, oh, crap. My uh, my little studio doesn't have an uh, any air conditioning, so it gets just 
blazing hot in here, and then like every, all of my equipment runs slow, just slower than fuck. Is it coming through better though? Yeah, it's a lot better on this end. Okay, good. It's it's showing I got like good uh, internet connection now. So, um, yeah. So how's uh, how's the ranching coming, man? How's, uh, nice going. You guys are straight up doing it now, huh? Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, Still ain't full time. We got a little ways going yet, but it is a uh, it is a process. We're just trying to get a hundred percent on it. Yeah, how's uh, are you doing some cow calf and and yearlings both, or are you just most? Yeah, we've got uh, most. I'd say yeah, we've got. We still keep probably. I don't know. We we've sold. 10 or 12 uh, steers last year for processing, but I stay mostly calf. Yeah. How's, uh, how's cow prices down there? Uh, it's it's not good. I got to, I was going to read, I got to, uh, let's see what I got. I had a number for the last, the last ones we sold. What that would end up doing? Uh, let's see here. Not down there. I think it was. Do what now? Are, are people out pretty bad uh, down that way too because of the drought? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's kind of one of the deals that, you know, like you've got guys like me, we're going to sell and probably 10 or 12 months to get the hay bill down. But then, like, you know, you've got some guys that are selling out 50, 60 at a time. Uh, we had a guy today, he took some to uh, Oklahoma, and I think he ended up selling. 25 time. I mean, just one of them deals. Shitty, man. Um, yeah, I knew that. Like, they're around uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, and outside there, like, fuck. Set a three mile line uh, with just trailers headed into, heading into the cell barn and. Sale barns that are normally selling twelve, fifteen hundred, or bringing in thirty-five hundred head, four thousand head. So, this is this is the funny part about the picture. It's about an hour, and, and I don't know, maybe two hours from here. And uh, uh-huh. the thing about that picture is, is if you look at the date of the sale, the the date of the sale was the the Saturday after the July fourth. They're not open on July fourth, so everybody that normally sells on july 4th coming to the next day ah, that makes sense so, um yeah yeah it's people man people have scared that all over the country i had people from everywhere like, oh man did you see that i'm like yeah dude but it's the day after i force sale it's not that big of a deal 
I mean, all it is is that the normal twelve or fifteen hundred they run, they just add them to the next sale, which makes them yeah three thousand, uh, so, four thousand. You know. It was it was still a a big big slug of cattle, but not oh, yeah. nearly as not nearly as uh, huge as they made it out to be. I guess so. I hey, I fell for it so. Uh, oh man, it, it's very deceiving. And of course, here's the deal, though you get, you got to also pay attention to the vehicles and the trailer in line. I did That's see a, a bunch of little your order buyer. Yeah, I saw a bunch of little bumper right. and shit. Yeah, yeah. But, so that would be to me it'd be a telltale sign if there, there was like a bunch of shit's worth some money pulling up and calves off versus you know. Freaking twenty-four foot gooseneck somewhere, you know. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It, it's uh. It's wild. Um. You guys farming any at all, or just putting up pay, or what? Shoot, man. The problem is finding hay. We nobody around here has any. We've got my normal hay guy. He he called me. Ask him. Hey, man, we're not gonna get any hay this year. I said, okay. And then uh. So when I got a guy right now, uh, about an hour and fifteen minutes from here, he uh, he's got hay that is on order. Just I mean, people order already, and it's eighty-five dollars a, a roll now for four by sixes. So that's a pretty steep, steep jump. Yeah, I think uh, like we're we're some up around four hundred dollar a ton for alfalfa up here. I mean, it's I don't know what the new crops bringing, but like they. They just put up first uh, first cutting here the other day, and uh, it's yeah, it's gonna be ugly. Gonna be ugly. For that, you got your fuel as high as draft pussy right now, and then it's 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 getting worse. Hey, but this is the best economic recovery since World War II, Jack. Right, best. And actually, I think in history, they best economic, you know, recovery in history. And uh, yeah, let's, let's let that one <laughs> just breathe a little bit. Economics are so good, dude. Like they're just so good. <laughs> Straight up, you know, like they could, you just put them right on stage in 1972, and it, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. I'm telling you right now, I would straight up at like some fortunate sons Vietnam with the first couple songs. I was like, fucking, let's go kill some dudes. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the vibe to get off. Oh, man. And then, uh, yeah, we haven't got to like, I, I think I'd. Do think this could be like the fortunate son of our generation? Is that that song, The Wolf? Uh, well, yes, <laughs> we'll just play it all the way through. But song is, oh man, I was like that. 
they, these these dudes have been uh, they've been doing some thinking, <laughs> some some deep thinking. Well, they had they had a little time. Yeah, yeah it's uh, fuck though that this album's so good though. Like, like the musically, it's it's off the charts. The songwriting's really good, and like this way it all comes together like they use a lot of horns and uh organ and stuff i mean like they're doing some weird shit in there and it all sounds good right like a lot of throwback type stuff um but i don't know it's it's good East Texas, that uh, that's kind of what they call the Piney Woods area. Yeah, that'd be uh, <clears throat> pine trees and other trees. Yeah, it's pretty much about all it is. <laughs> Just trees. I remember uh, driving through there. What's the what's that interstate? Is it I ten that that goes uh, like from Houston or, or you know like uh, goes through New yeah, Orleans? I ten. It runs the beat. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, we were we were coming anyway. We went from from Dallas and we shot down and then over to uh, um, New Orleans and Biloxi. And uh, I just remember just yeah. being a fucking tunnel of cypress trees or, or pine trees. I don't remember what exactly. Was. Uh, probably cypress, but it was just really fucking tall trees, and that was it. Like you couldn't couldn't see anything but the the road just in front of you and fucking trees. Yeah, that's probably I that's probably I ten down there in Louisiana. It has uh yeah there's actually like a, a long ass bridge down there. It's probably shit, I don't know, seven, eight miles long. And it's just yeah. you know, the whole thing that's probably where it is. Yeah, it's the one that goes over like Pontchartrain. Yeah, the this side, yeah. 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 This is uh feels like it's been my anthem for the last couple of years. Just if I didn't talk to so many people through this podcast, I'd just be like, Am I the only one who thinks this <laughs> fucking nuts all the shit? But now it turns out I'm I'm not alone. <laughs> Apparently, Whiskey Myers, they, they noticed it, too. Shit getting 
fixing to be real on this album, though, after after this one. And the next two are heavy, heavy songs. Yeah. Yeah, real good. I uh, have a couple, couple. Most of this album's pretty damn heavy, to tell you the truth, but it's the best songs always are. Right. Um, but uh, Cowboy Killer Will Come and Go. It's, it's a kitschy little neat song right. for the summer, but like that, it'll be gone. But I don't know. Albums like this that are like people listen to them fucking over and over and over for decades. I did a, a uh, did an episode on mental health because I had a had a couple people, well, like several people ask me to talk about it, and I, I don't feel very very qualified at all. And uh, so I just I did it horseback because that's when I, I do my best thinking, just ramble. Right. And, and uh, but um. Is it uh, is that suicide shit pretty, pretty bad down your way in in like rural country? Yeah, uh, the problem is though is many <laughs> we don't find them, but for two or three days later. So, well, and I don't know. You're like you're the guy. You're, not, you're, just, you're supposed to figure it out. Just fucking keeping. Keep on right. keeping on, you figure it out. And I don't know. Right. Hey, I that yeah, it's it's a bad deal. We've we've battled this for a while now. We've got a, I mean, just at the firehouse in general. I mean, we've we've in general speaking, like throughout the nation, like we were talking about at our last convention, that it was double dudes and chicks that shoot them or off themselves than it is we die in a fire and that like there was like mind blowing like damn so like what the fuck are y'all doing to make y'all think this and then of course you know it's several different things that they contribute but it man it's, it's still i don't know it's so it's, it's a very very unmanned subject if that makes any sense yeah it really is and i mean you, you just feel just kind of yeah thinking about it but like this song I love it. but but like this one reminded me a lot because and divorce is fuck, more than half I think at this point of marriages end in divorce and that leads to suicide depression all that shit and, and that's what this song's about is like keeping it together for the sake of your kids which is the more important part of it because it's you know no matter how tough it is at the end of the day it's not fucking about you if you got if you got kids in a family like that's your responsibility now and yeah and yeah, uh, we had a, I don't know. Uh, we actually had a uh, an incident or accident whatever you want to call it back uh, man it's been probably a year and a half two years ago and uh, a woman drove it's a friend of mine's wife drove to the damn 
store, sit there for four hours, and offed herself in the fucking parking lot. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. It's a, I mean, that shit, that shit was like, whoa, because, I mean, like, and what's bad is like, I mean, like, so for instance, Texarkana, uh, the Arkansas side, which I work at, we have 30 some people there. The Texas side uh, will have anywhere from 60 to 70,000, depending on, you know, whatever. So you could just say in the Texarkana metro area, we're going to run 100,000 Monday through Friday, easily, no problem. It's amazing mm-hmm. that even at 100,000 people, who knows who, what, where, when type deal. And now them kids got to drive by this certain store and, you know, that's how they're going to remember that store, you know, versus the good deal on Blue Jeans got, but, you know, that now I'm just going to focus on that. Yeah. Ah, you know, and, and like, I understand the, like, the kind of need jerk reaction to, like, like we got to get rid of all the drugs, make make it illegal as fuck, and crack down on it. But you look at that shit. We've been doing it since the seventies. Like spent trillions of dollars, I think, at this point on that. And there are more drugs than ever. And now they're just more potent. And like, but maybe we should focus on making situations around people better, so they're not falling back on harder and harder to yeah, drugs yeah. like that's right and that's the deal is like it starts yeah they're like oh you know remember back in the day it was like oh marijuana is a gateway drug now i'm pretty sure marijuana is not the gateway drug now no. it's like fucking heroin and then it's like these kids man there's a little group down the road uh in a little community and man they're they're rich folk i mean there's like you know oh like it, they would look down on, on a person with a two hundred thousand dollar house like no joke. Yeah. And I thought, damn. And, uh, man, I, we were talking about the other day, and one of my captain at work, his kid got, uh, went there, and uh, he said, man, I just don't understand. He said, you know, my boy saw some, let's just say, like he saw some, some whatever, whatever there for the first time. Yeah. And I said, well, let me tell you my story. Of course, I told him, I said, man, the first time I went to that community, that's the first time I ever seen cocaine. And I'm like, this is strange, but cool. You know, it, I mean, it smelled good, but, you know, whatever. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, it's got a very distinct aroma. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, of course, I, it's just one of the I things. Learned, we, I learned real easy. Yeah, I, I learned real quickly. Like, like oh, I got to stay away from that shit because that's that's fun. <laughs> like that, that's a lot of fun. And uh, I could see how somebody uh, liked that a little bit too much. And I was like, like we're we're not gonna go go any further with that that's you've had your fun that was that was it well you know we were talking about that the other day you know it was funny because we were talking about oh man i can remember whenever i bought this i'm like yeah yeah that's great and man what y'all used to party with like man we had a black and mild and some damn whiskey and some damn whatever you know little little uh, quarter bag of something you know and then now yeah well Oh, so and so he had an eight ball song. Yeah, this, this is the one. Go ahead and uh, I was saying earlier, uh, generations, uh, fortunate son almost, even though it's it's not necessarily an anti war song, but it's just kind of a 
overall fuck the government song or, or just fuck the man. I didn't even not even so much the government. It's just the man, whether it be like the corporations or the government. But I repeat myself. Um, yeah, it's uh, but fucking banger of a song, and I've had it on loop like for the last three. When when this this album dropped on Friday, but th- I think this one's been out for a little bit, but. I listened to it before and I liked it, but then like where it fit in in the album and it's like the songs get just like increasingly like more sounding like me and you having a regular ass conversation. It's uh, it's pretty wild. But anyway, this is by far the banger of the album, I think, or my number one song of the album. Makes you want to run through a brick wall and then shoot a bunch of commies or something. You know, hypothetically, you know, it's an it's an allegory. I mean, just you know, <laughs> I mean, if you had the situation, if we were in a helicopter and they slipped, I mean, I might be a little slow to try to grab them. ready to fight. I feel like you could just play this song over just all the January 6th footage. <laughs> Zelensky's pulling Ukrainian troops out of uh, the Donetsk region. And, uh, look like they're losing a lot of ground over there. I don't know what you do about Russia other than just like, uh, have, have fun. Boys. I, yeah, I don't know. Let's, let's, uh, let's send them about $4 billion more. Yeah. Note. Um, yeah, kind of. It's fun how every time they they talk shit on Rand Paul, just wait a couple weeks and it turns out he was like, oh, like oh, he was right about that. Like maybe we should have some oversight on how 
forty billion dollars uh, is spent over there, and then they're like, "We are a Russian propagandist," and then they're like, "Oh, they're losing." And um, I, I don't know if it was, it was Interpol or like the German police or somebody like reported a uh, massive spike in. Uh, Illicit arms sales out of Ukraine. Weird. <laughs> who who would have saw that coming? Can't believe it. Oh, and then a guy that used to do that, like out of Ukraine with Soviet weapons, we had him in prison and we traded him for Brittany Griner, which. Right. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? I mean, w- welcome back, Brittany. I guess, but I don't know. I didn't accept that. I don't. Know. I don't think. I truly don't. Man, I didn't. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I hadn't been hardly keeping up with the damn news, and then I saw that, and I was like, mm, "Doesn't look like a fair trade at all." No, probably not. <clears throat> I, I. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck what, whatever. Like, we we released uh, a guy who maybe made a couple hundred million dollars in his in his lifetime and uh, selling arms. Fuck. The United States government that in the yeah. in a matter of minutes. Um, but you know it was a you know, I had to get her out because you know. Little Wayne, I mean, it's fucking Little Wayne, man. Like, yeah. Even he made the comment. He said, he said, uh, he said, uh, what do you, no, I'm not Little Wayne. I'm sorry. It was, uh, oh, fuck, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember his name now. And I would say one of them rappers, but there's a million of them. So he uh, said, uh, something about, oh, yeah. He said, I fuck with Trump. He said, I really fuck with Trump now. <laughs> but okay. <thanks. laughs> Um, it was uh, ASAP Rocky. He was the one that that Trump yes, got it was. released. Yep. Uh, I forget where it was at, but yeah, I forget. I forget what he threatened him with, but it was something like it's totally not <laughs> worth it. <laughs> like it was something ridiculous. Like where most of America would have been like, yeah, they can they can have ASAP Rocky. <laughs> like we, we don't right. need to go that. Are. but I don't know that's and the thing is is Trump is he bluffing or is he not nobody fucking knows he don't probably know <laughs> no. like, I don't know it was I don't I don't think that would have happened with, uh, with with Trump or she would already been back or I, I don't know either way um, <clears throat> dude Joe Biden's like Slowly falling apart. Like he's, uh, you know, it's like, uh, when you have those, uh, like those dolls with like the string in the back, and, uh, it's like when you run one of those through a wood chipper and a fire at the same time. And, uh, <laughs> and then when they come through the end, they're like, they're still kind of fun. Like, you know, the, the voice box is all fucked and, that's that's kind of what, what Biden like. He just it feels like he's just melting, you know. 
and in 2024, going to be so like he's probably not that far from also headed down that same road, or or just right. stroking out all of a sudden, and uh, <sighs> yeah. Meanwhile, we're shipping a fuckload of weapons over to Ukraine, and they're still losing. And, like, we really can't get much more involved without just, just like, completely risking nuclear war. So, uh, yeah. Well, especially the fact that you're sitting there and you're shipping all this shit over, and then, like, the next video you get on the fucking computer is some little bastard-ass kid out there with a Going, like, yeah. you know. Of course, you remember they did. Not necessarily did that, but they did that shit back in I don't know what year it was in Iraq, and they had a bunch of kids out there. And I'm like, that doesn't send the most, you know, like best message across the board. Like, oh, by the way, yeah. you know, fucking kids are they're around with a military weapon. So then this this is one of the really funny things uh, to me. Uh, so. The other day, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, was trending on Twitter um, under uh, "She's a Nazi," or she, it was like "She is a Nazi," and there was so many coming at her saying like she was literally a Nazi, the worst kind of person on earth, and she's not. She's a little crazy. She's a little, little a bit of a. An authoritarian bent, the other, you know, on the right side of things. A little bit too much for my liking, but I. She's a reasonable, crazy person, I think. Right. Um, But I don't think she's a Nazi. Either way, the Associated Press uh, ran a story with a picture of a from Ukraine with a literal Ukrainian. Nazi swastika on the fucking coffin. And they were talking about how brave these guys are, which may be true. I don't know. But these are not these are not Marjorie Taylor Green type people. These are like literally kill you because you have an eighth uh you know, an eighth of your bloodline is Jewish. Or you're just simply opposed to the ruling state um because they're 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 fucking fascists like literal fascists and not marjorie taylor green who says a bunch of stupid shit but like descendants of the galician uh which was was a ukrainian uh s troop like the ss being the you know the stormtroopers of the nazis these are descendants of those people and and they're like no, they're they're not real Nazis though. But Marjorie Taylor Greene's a, a real Nazi. Like it, it's the gymnastics is uh, it's entertaining as shit. I like the background. I know we we. Uh... But I, I just realized I could do that. I was like, I want to be at the fucking beach right now. Cool. It's actually, uh, that is Gulf Shores, Alabama. I took that picture back 
2010, 11, somewhere around there. Nice. Is uh, is Gulf Shores like right on the line of of Mississippi, Alabama? It is actually more closer to Florida. Okay. Okay. That the I've been to the Alabama state line, the Mississippi Alabama line, and that's uh, that's as far as I've been in Alabama. But uh, I knew they had some coastal towns. Yeah, that's that's no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like Biloxi if you got to probably like I can't. Biloxi's a shit. <laughs> it probably would have been fun as a 21-year-old, but not as uh, an 18-year-old on your trip. Yeah, that's no, not not happening. The uh, yeah, they're what's killer. Nothing to do. It kills me. It's like they're having the uh, they usually have the damn USTRC uh, fucking regional, whatever the hell it is out there. Or yeah, you know, I'm like. You could have picked anywhere, but you picked fucking Mississippi. <laughs> they, uh, remember when they were making that big push here a couple of years ago to move the NFR to Florida? Oh, yeah. Like that, that was a big proposed deal. And I, I don't think there was anywhere in the world outside of like, Maybe Dubai that was gonna match Vegas money for uh, for a rodeo or yeah you're not gonna, you're not gonna like, yeah like you're like you can leave but we're just gonna start our own rodeo association and and pay then you can afford uh, oh, on yeah. the same on the same time as the NFR and so they're like and then everybody like all the Cowboys especially like ah I kind of like Vegas. <laughs> Yeah, what killed me is there was I'm not gonna say his name. There was a particular individual that said, "Uh, it just feels like home." But fucking Vegas, like you know, Cheyenne, I might could see, or fucking you know, somewhere like it's a legit like Houston rodeo. Okay, I get that. Yeah, damn, but like in Vegas, <sighs> you know, I've I've never been down on the strip or. uh and I've been like outside of the the tourist area of Vegas. That's about it. But I've been there in July, and it was just so goddamn hot. Uh, Transition. Um, I lost the front seal on mission, and everybody down there is a fucking crook. Uh, and they got you over a barrel, and they know it and they don't give a shit and it just oh i hate that place i i i would be fine if i never go back to to vegas ever i I won't hurt my feelings yeah we we don't get out much and then we were talking about man i literally not bullshitting you i saw a damn advertisement for a flight from texas airport which is a shithole to Fucking mm-hmm. Vegas for ninety nine <laughs> I don't know how they do it, but they <laughs> they will get some people to Vegas. They will lose money getting them there, but they uh, they'll make up for yep. it somehow. Yeah, it's like uh, I think 
Fort Collins uh, Airport used to have a flight to Vegas for 75 bucks. I don't know what's now, but like, I don't know how they do it. Like, and everywhere go flies into Vegas. Like, there's, I don't know if it's always, uh, I mean, there's got to be a lot of direct flights into Vegas, too. I mean, it's not like it's a huge airport, but you can get a flight from just about anywhere to Vegas for pretty cheap. I think you could, I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100%, you could fly from fucking Saskatchewan to fucking Vegas for under 100 bucks. I wouldn't be surprised, uh... Saskatchewan, Brett, um, let me know on that one. Uh, he would know. Um, fucking Canada, dude. They, uh, they're fucked. <laughs> they, I don't know. I, I don't know what those fuckers do. Like, that they voted that guy in and then they had a chance to get rid of him and they, they kept him. I, I don't know. Like, what do you do at that point? What a clown. What a what a clown world that we are living in here lately. It sucks, too, because I'm thinking, man, I got my kids to go through this shit. I know what I'm... And I'm trying real hard not to be too much of a hard ass on him because I don't, right? Like, especially my boy. Like I don't, I don't want him to hate me, you know. But I, right. I want him to have a little chip on his shoulder, and uh, and I want him to be tough. Like, you know, it all goes back to that same old bullshit. Where, like. Uh, Suck it up, man. And uh, here we are. You're like, well, talk about your shit. But also, like, too many right. people talk right. about all their shit all the time. And look where we're at now. Like, so there's gonna be a, there's gotta be a good somewhere in between where where a guy can talk about some shit without turning into a goddamn pussy. And uh, because right. that's a real thing too. Like, that's not a stigma for, you know, for no reason. Like. Uh, you know, uh, you know who Maj Ture is? I heard of it. He's, um, he's the guy that started Black Gums Matter. And, uh, he's Uh, got this whole, uh, um, outreach program, um, educating the, 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 particularly the inner city black community on uh, gun rights, gun safety, just all training like like tactical training um shit that the, the nra used to do um right but he's taken it like straight to the brothers in the hood and uh but anyway he's uh he's a really cool guy uh i, I like to say but he's got a he's got a shirt on his store and it says being a bitch is un-american and uh <laughs> I, like, I just I could not agree more. Like, you know, and it's it, it uh it applies equally to the ladies too. Like, at, at yeah. what point does everybody just stop being a little fucking bitch and do your part? Come on, just 
take care of your shit. Like if everybody would just yeah. take care of their shit, it would clear up just about everything. Huh. No. I, uh, it makes you wonder too because you look at uh, how many shitheads are running around and like how good was the, the previous generation at, at, uh, at doing shit if we were where we're at right where we're at now and I don't know it's I don't think there's any one person to, uh, in particular to blame you just I don't know Take care of your own shit and uh, hope for the best. And, and that's the thing is, we were, we were talking about the other day, man. I, and, and you could probably agree, even from way the fuck out y'all are. Do you remember mm-hmm. how many times you had like a straight up that was not right? Like you just knew, like, hey, little Johnny got something wrong with him. I yeah. I was today. And I, I mean, a handful of times. And I thought, damn, man, we, we, we go do our school presentations every October and whatnot. And, and like, it's just, it'd be like 15 or 20 kids in a class, which down here, class is like a, a complete class is, you know, 100 something kids. So there's 20 teachers or 20 uh, students per, per class or per group. And I'm thinking, man, like what? What the fuck? <laughs> to where now your kid can automatically be assumed as a as a special kid, and they've been told they're special the entire life. And so mm-hmm. the next thing you know, the other couple kids, man, like we I don't remember school shooters ever. Like, that wasn't even a, a thought. Yeah, I, you know, and granted, I I graduated with with nineteen people in my class. I, I was one of 19 and we were a big class at school. Like we were the, the second biggest class in the, in the K through 12 public school system there. But every, every single one of the guys outside of like four had a rifle or a shotgun and in the headache rack or, yep. or you know, whatever like everybody was playing coyotes or prairie dogs or or shooting birds uh during hunting season uh before school like we'd go out at lunch and shoot dove uh during dove season and right. there were plenty of fights and like the guns were never an issue um mm-hmm. But like going back to that, uh, you remember you're a couple years younger than me, but not that much. Um, do you remember how all of a sudden everybody had an ADHD? Oh, and uh, man. and like everyone was on Ritalin. <laughs> everybody was on Ritalin, and then uh, Adderall, yep. and then uh, you know it was. Uh, I was a sophomore in high school uh, when when the towers came down, and so, you know I was like at the generation of uh, a bunch of dudes signing up, and I was one of those guys and uh, going off the floor. And the first thing they prescribed all these dudes with any sort of pain at all was uh, OxyContin or Vicodin. Uh, 
Percocet, all of these fucking opioids that we now have a problem with. Not not only like uh, prescribed, but like push on, and particularly on the soldiers. You look at all this this homeless shit going on. Half of the the homeless population. I don't know how how accurate that is, but last thing I saw, like half of the homeless population are veterans, and like. Probably 90, 95% of the homeless population is hooked on some sort of hard, uh, either pharmaceutical narcotic or, or, you know, like crack, heroin, or, or opioids. Right. And yeah, we're, like we're seeing the thing now. We've, uh, we've been to the point we are taking, uh, we've got uh, four milligrams of, I know, I'm sorry, six milligrams of Narcan on our damn fire trucks now because we're giving Narcan like fucking candy to these people and I'm like why? I I don't I don't know man. It's uh I, I just I just don't like I don't understand it. Like my biggest deal is like sitting there you're, you're telling somebody hey you don't do this, don't do this and then you're enabling like we, I mean, we had an incident, and the first time I ever saw it, it was kind of cool. When I was on the ambulance. We had a little thing, and this, uh, this, this woman, she overdosed on her. Me- what happened was, is mammal took Monday's pills in, or took Tuesday's pills on Monday, mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, man, and that's how we got her back. No big deal. Well, then, like a couple, three or four weeks ago, three weeks ago, we worked this dude and. His girlfriend said, well, it's his fifth time to overdose. Cool. That's, that's pathetic. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't... What, what the fuck do you do? <laughs> I, I, I just don't... I don't under, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's all fentanyl. Yeah. Yeah, and... And the reason they use fentanyl because it's so concentrated, they can cut it with anything, right. and uh, you know, you know, get blended right, or uh, somebody takes a little bit too much and never had that shit before, and yeah, boom, overdose. So shit's fucking wild. Um, I don't, I don't know, um, but. I, they also, there was a study that came out the other day that those SSRIs don't work. Um, or whatever is like the the serotonin, like they would they would suppress serotonin or something, and the serotonin didn't regulate the emotions like they said it, uh, they thought it did or something. Either way, um, essentially all these fuck. Fucking antidepressants or SSRIs, whatever class of drug that is, uh, didn't do what it was supposed to, and it just fucked up like an entire generation of people. Um, What's crazy? I to add to that just to kind of give you an idea how bad them some bitches are. We had like eight miles from here. Uh, get on that shit and what he did he tried to overdose himself and so he took 11 of fucking whatever he was whatever it was on and that dude become a fucking zombie 
he uh we have uh, what they call as a uh, JPX pepper ball, and it's a mm-hmm. the size of a paintball, but it's pretty much pepper spray. And uh, man, it, they hit this dude like fucking eight times, and he's over there getting in his eyes, and he's just fucking wiping it out, and then he's still keeping on. He's got a booty knife in his hand. They're like, "What the fuck?" So you're only drawing down the police did. And it took uh, an off-duty dude in his one ton with the ranch hand to smoke this dude to knock him down where they could jump on him. Jesus. But they'll uh, they'll throw a bunch of black dudes in the inner city uh, away yeah. for years for having a yeah. have a couple grams of weed, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fucking wild. Uh, yeah. I was saying, man, I'm, I'm glad we, we don't have that problem here. Thank God. Yeah. We. Uh, Oh, there. I mean, it's it's Nevada. There's there's some meth, uh, particularly out in 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 the rural areas. But yeah, I don't know. It's um, yeah. It's uh, what I had to do. I had to do a couple of jail, uh, days in jail um, for the for the old Dewey, and uh, just about everybody was in there for. You know, some sort of some sort of drugs. You know, not not weed anymore, but something, meth, fentanyl. I think it was fentanyl and meth mostly. There, uh, yeah, <laughs> one dude. Uh, he was um he was from uh, the Bay Area, Sam. San Francisco or San Jose somewhere. Um got pulled over somewhere in Nevada. I think he went up to Tahoe to party or something. And uh got pulled over for something and had like a gram or an ounce of fentanyl on him. Um but that was his his drug of choice. Right. So like he knew he knew what he was doing with it and Apparently, it built up a little bit of a tolerance, but he was doing weekends and like I forget how many how many days they gave him, but it was like but he was driving every weekend from fucking San Francisco or San Jose wherever <laughs> over to over to Gardnerville, Minden, Nevada, and doing two days in the in the pokey. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, he, he he was uh he was a fentanyl guy. That was that was his shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that shit that shit kill you. that shit is bad, man. I, I don't care. It that's one of them deals. It, it will fuck you up if you I mean, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you take too much insulin. All right, you might be a diabetic if you take insulin a lot. But man, like fentanyl, yeah. that shit it, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, well, and I think I think the examples they use are you know a little bit um, you know Reaper esque, you know where they say it's like uh, a single you know grain of fentanyl that's uh, the size of a grain of salt could kill twenty people. I was like, that's that seems a bit of a stretch, but. It is a hell of a lot more concentrated than heroin. 
or uh yeah. or, or coke or whatever uh, and and it's almost like interchangeable for weight you know, you know whatever they're cut with because typically you don't cut you know uppers with downers but fentanyl they're just like <laughs> fuck it whatever this this shit's so concentrated you just you just need a little bit and then you know make it make it look like heroin or make it look like coke either way you just need a little bit yep we had a uh we had a gentleman the other day uh he was he got took to uh the big house for a couple of days what he did though he was getting his ecstasy based with fentanyl i thought man that just seems like too much going on in your body one time like that, uh, that that doesn't sound like a good time at all. No, no ex ecstasy and fentanyl. All right, so fentanyl is a, is an opioid, right? Right. All right, so it's a big time downer. Like they they use it for surgery and shit. Right. Um. So it's. So it'd be like heroin on steroids, I guess. Yes. Yes. Okay. Which isn't it funny how all that it started with um opium that they smoked and laudanum. Right. And then they outlawed those and then they moved to heroin. And uh and then the pharmaceutical companies got involved and they figured out they could make opium uh chemically <laughs> and so and they prescribed the fuck out of that stuff <clears throat> and then that was uh the the biggest deal with like the the veteran um drug uh issues is like they got these guys hooked on these opioids all these painkillers and then like there was a public out about how bad they were and they're like all of a sudden they're like oh shit no more painkillers for you. And uh, right. that left these guys had to go buy them on the streets. And if they couldn't find uh, the opioids, then they, you, they went to heroin. And uh, yeah, then, then heroin's just like, I recommend nobody ever do heroin. It seems like no good no, ever. Well, you know, heroin was a big, was that the, man, I can't remember, was that the 70s heroin real big? Uh, yeah, like sixties and seventies. Like so, um, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, um, you know, you name it. I, I think Freddie Mercury. No, was Freddie Mercury AIDS or was he heroin? I can't remember. I thought, yeah, I thought he was AIDS. Okay, he might have been both. He might have had AIDS and died of heroin. That's probably what it was. I don't know. But, um, that, but, if he but was alive group, today, man. he would be. Chock yeah. full of box. Oh man, it'd be I mean, just terrible. Well, that's the, that's the thing though. It's it's almost like you're that uh, group of people, the '80s folks, the '70s, whatever it is. That group is on one particular drug, and they go, and then like the next group will be like. So for this group now, that's coming up. Be on fucking fucking what are they doing now? Yeah, it'll, it'll be something out of Russia or China, something fucking weird. Something. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Yeah, like the. 
remember the the Tide Pods deal? Was was that like oh, an God, actual yes. trend, or or was that, that like one or two videos that went viral that the boomers latched onto? I think I think they were actually sitting at their old computers and they were like, "Look at this boat!" And it just fucking next mm-hmm. thing you know, we're I'm pretty sure it's what happened. We, you know, I'm very much a free speech guy. Um, Like almost, almost absolutist. Like there, there's a few things that I, that I say yet, but one of those things is increasingly is just boomers and social media. Like I think (laughs) same way, like you, you, the ability to serve us at like 65 i think 65 is a good year or a good age i think once you hit like say 50 you're no longer allowed on social media or you just like you're you're over at truth social where that nobody really pays attention to (laughs) and you can just spew your bullshit over there um but like leave Leave the the social media for for people that still have like a skin in the the future the future game. Um, what, what kills me is is I've got a good good friend this man. You've seen the dudes that they're especially like the fifties, you know, forty. I say forty five to fifty year old dudes who are just coming out of the coming out on the single game or like they're trying to do their best. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the, the average picture? What it looks like? This one. <laughs> like, like this. <laughs> like, <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so terrible. You know, I, got, so I got a buddy funny. that did that. And I, so I, I'm like, man, why? Would, you it's look absolutely. You think some eighteen-year-old picture, yeah. like, like twenty times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh man, they, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's funny. Uh, I, is plenty of fish still a thing? Because I, I wouldn't mind I like going to see like what's, uh, th- that could be a good, uh, <laughs> a good bull session yes. sometime. Yes, <laughs> just, like make a fake you got plenty of fish <laughs> profile and just, just see what's out there. <laughs> like not not necessarily uh uh like send any messages out there, but if if the profile is interesting enough, you know, we we could we could catfish a little bit, but mostly just to see what's still out there. <laughs> God awesome. So fucking awesome. <laughs> uh and uh and then we'll have to do that because that cause that was like the that was the original Tinder. I mean, well, no, I guess yep. Craigslist was the original Tinder, but yes, as far yes. as apps go, uh, Plenty of Fish was the like that was oh, the OG. Fish, yeah, it was Tinder, but like you, you knew what you were in for. Like you knew, you know, right. from what I understand, like you know, Tinder's for for the hookups. Oh, Plenty yeah. of fish was for the hookups, but also for hogging. Like, and they were they were not mutually exclusive. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> you, you, uh, it was, it was hogs, and occasionally, occasionally a unicorn, but a lot of hogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, we definitely do this I, shit for real. That, that, that could be good. We could, uh, we could set uh, different locations and see, like. Find the find some real remote area and uh and, and see see what like see see how many buckaroos are on uh you know on, on plenty of fish and elk <laughs> can on here. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it can only go that, that one could way. be. Like, I know it. I know it. There's uh. Hmm. <laughs> this also might. This might have to be a Patreon only, uh, because uh, there might be some names that and well, <laughs> there there might be some secrets spilled that they don't need to be spilled. <laughs> be fantastic. Uh, you imagine you like, uh, oh shit! That is that's my kid's second grade teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it'd be funny. Yeah, we might have to do that. That that be that might be worth a worth a go. Uh, well, what do you got going on? Uh, you guys, uh, you cabin in the spring or you cabin in the fall? So we are way way early fall this go around mm. um transitioning from a couple of shit bulls that uh were terrible to now some uh <clears throat> some oldie bulls out of kansas we bought a couple of them and brought them in and we're gonna see if they so far man we've had i think 11 on the ground and they're i think not a 10 out of 11 are, are herford so we're kind of excited about that nice Bringing, bringing some Hereford back in, huh? Yeah, we're trying to. Like I said, it's the. It's kind of hard to explain. We're, we're trying to do the best we can. I mean, we want baldies, obviously, they we want them, but the, yeah. the cows that we've had are, are been kind of terrible, and so we're trying to conduct getting that back in the program versus you know just throwing some charlays. Of course, everybody around here runs Brangus. That's a huge thing, mm. but um trying to be a step outside the box a little bit. Yeah. I, I hate Rangus with a fiery passion. I never had a good experience with Rangus steers, calves, mama cows, especially haven't dealt with many Rangus bulls. So, um, I can't, I'll hold, I'll withhold judgment. Um, but if they're like any of the other members of the that particular breed, um, fuck them too. But yeah, I'm not not a fan of Brangus. See, that's how we are with Charlays, man. We have had hell with Charlay bulls. I mean, absolutely shitty. But kind of also the same in the same token, they produce a thicker, bigger calf. But we pull a lot of calves with Charlay bulls, though. Yeah. Well, Charlay is like 
one step smarter than a Holstein. But God, those calves do good in a feedlot. Yep. They, uh, man. And that's the, that's the worst part is you, you, you know they're going to make you money. You just got to put up with the fucking nah, months and months of bullshit. Out. They're so dumb and kind of mean. They, they can get pretty fucking mean. And, yeah. uh, and yeah, they, they're, they're just dumb, but yeah, they, they feed, man, they grow. They, they, they'll, they'll make you money. Uh, so we, we had, uh, 20, about 2,500 head of, uh, they were black, had a few red Angus, um, yeah, had a couple Charlotte cross heifers, but mostly they were they're blacks and baldies, and every single one of them AI'd to uh, to a Charlotte bull, and I I I bet our bull rate was sixty percent probably. Yeah, yeah, just some, and they're like, it's a it's a low birth or it's having ease bull, it's still fucking Charlotte. Every one of them motherfuckers, ninety hundred pounds. Yeah, I hate that. That shit that kills me because we're like, like last year, man. We had a mama with that. I mean, we we'd had like two sets of mamas die, like in a, within twenty four hours of each other. We're like, well, fuck, it sucks. <clears throat> and then I'd be damn. We sit there for a little bit longer, and I was like, man, this, this mama had this calf this morning, and there's something wrong with it. Can't figure it out. It's got parrot mouth and a mineral deficient, whatever. I'll be damned. We go through the evening, it throws another calf. So it had a twin that was born early that was shitty, and it was born, this one was born at like four o'clock in the afternoon. And big as shit. I mean, that's so much weight. I think scale like 106 or 107. I mean, it's massive. Jesus. That poor yeah, I'm just cow. like, man, God. I know, man. God's terrible. <laughs> that, man, the 106 pound calf just by itself is, I mean, that's a huge calf. But yeah. then to have a twin on top of that, oof. Uh, and she didn't that's, prolapse that's or anything? Mm-mm. Hmm. Which was it was kind of we were hoping. Well, I said hoping that I was I was expecting that, and then went out there and I was like, oh, "That's kind of weird." I was like, "What the fuck? Whose calf is that?" And I kept looking around, you know, trying to figure out like, "Who the fuck?" You know, but man, couldn't find it was hers. It was a weird deal, huh? You know, one of the saddest things I ever saw was this. Um, it was one of those black heifers I was telling you about, that Charlotte calf. Uh, and she prolapsed her entire uterus. And <clears throat> it was in that feedlot there in Kansas and went to go pull her out and just had to move her right across the uh, feed alley to the where we had our little hospital set up. And trotted around her, thought it was going to be real easy, and just bump her out the gate. And she took off, and I was like, oh, son of a bitch. So went to trot around her, but the... That uterus got to flopping around, hit her on the back of the legs, and then she started kicking. And next thing you know, that thing just went. And uh, she did about three or four more jumps and then just came to a complete stop and started shivering and then keeled over dead. 
Yeah. Fuck. Like, probably wasn't going to make it anyways, but that was brutal. Yeah. Like, she kicked her own uterus off her body and then bled out. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I went home had a had a real stiff whiskey drink after that. That was uh, <laughs> you're just like, what the fuck, man? And you know, like every time, you know, even even on those big outfits where you know num numbers don't, you know, individual animals don't mean quite as much, but something that weird. You just like, how would I have prevented that? Run it back through in your head, and like, I don't know how else you prevent that other than you don't. I mean, there's nothing yeah. to do. Yeah, it sucked. It fucking sucked. Uh, yeah, and just it's, it's, just watch the weird weird deal, man. Them, them uteruses are nasty as shit too. Oh, terrible, terrible. And that those when they prolapse like that, I mean, it's. At best, it's a fifty-fifty shot uh, that they pull through, and then like you got to get rid of them. We had one with the uh, uterus this past year, and uh, end up having to flop. And I'm telling you right now, I can hold a lot of fluids and a lot of liquids and lots of nasty shit in my brain, but that that shit was terrible. Mm-hmm. I. I can imagine. Uh, yeah, I like I I kind of enjoy popping abscesses and shit. Like it's gross, but yeah. it just fucking fascinates me. Like I watch those videos for longer than I care to admit. Like you know, just one <laughs> after another. Um, but like you know, that smell. That's it. Always like I'm. I enjoy it, but then you're like. I don't, I don't enjoy it that much. All right, let's get this shit over with. Uh, let's that smell hit you. If you don't have the smell, I, you know, I, I'm good. I'll just, I'll make sure that thing's all the way drained. But like, if I, I get a little whiff of that, and like, all right, now let's let's hurry the hurry this the fuck up. But yeah, anything dealing with the vagina that you got to work with back there. If you like, if you got to the point where you got to do some doctoring in there and yeah i i can't hardly handle it like you got a dead calf in that you got to cut out or something or or just like clean out or yeah like you get like a cystic uh ovary or something sometimes those will abscess and yeah that that gets cool we pulled one last year that hit uh his shoulders were were kind of at an angle coming at, like mm-hmm. weird like that coming down and uh the calf was dead i mean its head was like fucking hanging out tongue hanging out we had to go in there and take the fucking shoulder and break it off to yeah. get it and then twist his leg back around him this way so it was too damn wide yeah oh i i've been there a couple times and I've never done a full one on my own, but I've uh, I've assisted and and started and you know, had a couple guys help me, but like cutting them apart, you know, had the have like your horn saw and just like just start cutting limbs and you know 
like you you can't you go go off to the side and just almost hyperventilate and then go back in and get as much work as you can done until you know you have to let your breath go and just fucking gross Ugh. yeah after you st- when you come back though from your little you know rendezvous there you're like come on pussies let's go <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta you know like you, you get out of there and like you cut a leg off and then you throw it at your buddy and <laughs> make sure he gets a good whiff <laughs> yeah and uh i'm gonna grab another no, beer you're, like gagging as you throw it at him and, and yeah it's uh uh, but that's, but it's a cardinal cardinal rule of of cowboying. Like if it smells that bad, you have to verify that it does indeed smell that bad, and that has to be whoever the closest person is. They got to smell it too, and uh, it leads. Like some some people are not ready to take that uh that responsibility on their shoulders. You know. Um, they're not ready to step up to the plate and 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 go ahead and take a whiff. Um, so you got to you got to force them into it, and um, it's a little bit of a initiation. And, and sometimes those initiations happen over and over and over and over again. But they're necessary and they're important and they're part of our legacy and our culture. And uh, I stand by them to this day. If you're standing around watching a calf get cut out apart, pulled out of a cow, she, he's been in there for a couple of days and he's starting to get a little bit ripe. If you're standing around and watching that happen, you better be light on your feet because there's going to be a limb come flying in your way. And that thing's going to be juicy and ripe. Um, so either be light on your feet or prepare yourself. Either way, prepare yourself. That's going to happen. Smells delicious. Oh, so bad. Like when, <laughs> when the hair's peeling off. Mm. All right, that, that, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that is a... Yeah, that that's those will get me. There's not much that that'll get my ill stomach, but that that one will do it. Um, I had a I had a really weird uh, abscess the other day. It was a it was a bigger dairy heifer. She was down uh, in our breeding area, and she was had these big like hematoma type abscesses you know like uh, you know like the buller abscesses they get on their back and you you know you cut them open and it's just clotted blood that's kind of how they get when they pull back on those uh those stanchions when they're locked up they'll get you know it's just essentially a huge swelled up bruise um but this uh this old bitch like was was going downhill pretty good and she had these you know on either side behind her ears and and one side was like kind of kind of coming down on her jaw, looked like a lump jaw. So um, I run her through the chute, and she tempted hot. Um, and I stuck both sides, and it was sure enough, it was bloody pus. So I 
So I lands on both sides, and yeah, and it was just like thick, chunky, um, like strawberry milkshake uh, colored. Right. The good, the good stuff, you know. But it looked like there was real chunks of strawberry in there, you know. So like some real dark red chunks. It was, uh, but uh, she started to put weight back on. I, but I, that's the. That's the only time I've seen those like hematoma types actually uh, get infected. Yeah, that's it's a weird deal. I know we uh we ran them. Uh, <clears throat> of course, we deal with a lot of snake bites, and so mm-hmm. that you know that's a huge, huge thing. Um, which you know they're they're about a dime a dozen. They kind of it all the same. I mean, real reality, no matter what, it is, it's all the same. But man, we, we've seen some. Uh, Nasty. Uh, but we had a dude that, that was he was an old fellow and he was talking about back in the day. The face door. It was something what he said, something I don't know if it was a spider bite that bit the cow or something, man. And it swole up like right underneath there. And of course it would look like lump jump. It was just straight up, just massive, nasty. And uh, hmm. man, that cow ended up having to get like a chunk out of it. I mean, like I'd say bigger than a softball chunk size out really? of his damn neck because as damn spider bite, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we have anything like like that out here. Um, now there, like you'd get some, uh, like back home you'd get some cactus uh, abscesses. Um, right. But nothing real weird. Um, you'd have to watch out for a loco weed. You know, the, the cows love that shit, but it'll kill them. Um, so you had, you had to watch out for that, but uh, we didn't have... So I guess that's like y'all's mint weed then. Yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, they'll they'll eat the shit out of it, but it's it's poisonous. Um, right. you'd, uh, you'd have a few rattlesnake bites, but the, the rattlesnakes... You know, they'll let you know they're there. So those cows usually okay. Horses are usually all right. Uh, but every now and then you'll get one bit by by a rattlesnake. But that's that's the only venomous snake snake that we had out growing up. And we got a, a different uh, a different rattlesnake out here in Nevada. That's the Western Diamond back out here. But we're back home is the Prairie Rattler. And, um, but I think those are the only venomous snakes out, <clears throat> um, you know, in either place. So you guys got what cotton mouse and shit down there. Yeah. Actually it's weird. Uh, where my house is right here, we're the more rattlesnakes killed anywhere else in Southwest Arkansas right here. Um, no so shit. We do, those, uh, yeah. timber rattlers or. So they have actually had a cross. Um, it's like between a western and a, a, a timber. It's it's a weird. <clears throat> they said they were ma- not say manufactured. That sounds terrible. Um, they were bred for like hybrid twenty years ago, and they have been let us for lack of better terms. And, oh. and so it's it's a weird deal. They're 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 kind of short, but they're real thick. I mean, we've got. I mean, we. We killed one the other day, or excuse me, hypothetically, 
took one out the other day that uh, was uh, at 14 and budding. I mean, it was, it was impressive. Huh. Um, but, man, them, them things that kill in a heartbeat. Weird. It almost sounds like a certain virus that got, you know, concocted in a lab <laughs> and then, you know, escaped somehow. Yep. Weird. Yeah. Weird how that. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's one. It's it's shit like that where I I don't make fun of some of the old timers that like that don't believe in uh, AI or or right. uh, embryo transfer or anything because they're like you're you're fucking with God and that turns out yeah. bad and then there's a point to that like I don't necessarily agree with them completely <laughs> but I, I'm like fair enough. You know, like that's kind of my my thoughts on it. I just I look at him like you may be on something. I I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with you, but can't say you're wrong. (laughs) Right? Yeah, cottonmouths are a big one. Like so, we have a. But they're they're mostly. I mean, they're not going to be out in the middle of the round. You know, your waterways and your stuff like that. So. It kind of helps uh, a little bit. To, I mean, you obviously can know, like, you're in the woods, you're going to have a rattlesnake. If you're in the low-lying marsh, you're going to have a cottonmouth. I mean, that's kind of the, mm. the telltale sign. Yeah. Ah, snakes. I, I, I didn't mind them so much. I still don't mind them, but also I deal with, Bull snakes and and rattlesnakes, both right. which let you know they're there. So I have a you know a good healthy respect for them, but I I, I don't feel much hatred towards them. Um, right. I think that'd be different if I was dealing with uh, snakes and trees and shit. You know, like those cotton mounts. I also I, I've seen that seen in Lonesome Dove I don't know how many times and you know burned into my memory so I like, always have yeah. a healthy fear of cotton uh, cotton mouse water mouse yeah, uh, there's water some main sense. same things right yeah 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 fuck those things <laughs> yeah they're, they're what's bad is man we don't I mean we don't I say we don't see a lot of I think we uh from we started uh decreasing the population uh about October, November. Naturally stopped. Yes, yes. Uh, a lot of them had lead based poisoning. It was good though, you know, we did autopsy on them. It was uh, uh it was real weird. Um I, I I read that study. Um they couldn't really attribute it to anything um natural but they 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 couldn't not attribute it to natural causes so but yeah we we uh i think we killed uh, we uh took out had took out 15 in a matter mm-hmm. of like 12 weeks so i mean that's not a whole lot but man they're they're and they'll they'll fuck up a calf's neck. A cow, you know, I'm in there. We can give them, you know, whatever. But a calf, boy, it it ruined their damn day. I bet. Um, yeah, you can't have that shit. Um, 
Is there is there like a season or some shit on that? Like, are there protected class or frowned upon yeah, or something? Well, so moccasins, I really don't know much about. I mean, I know I can tell you, like, hey, they're gonna be more out and about from this month to this month, or this is their breeding time, you know, whatever. But like now, rattlesnakes are very protected. Um, they're still kind of, which is which is crazy to me because I, I, all the horror stories we hear is like in Arkansas to kind of give you an idea. The uh, the average rancher's age is fifty four. Study showed. Okay, and so. Like, like that's that's not very young, um, and so like there's no, a lot of this there. Is, I bet it's uh, one of the younger states as far as ranchers go. Right, right, and I think a lot of it has to do with also is the um, like the generational type thing. So like we had cows growing up, we didn't have like herds and herds and herds and herds. And so like you've got myself. And there's like four more that are in my county that are under the age of 45 that are that are getting in the business and you know doing it full time type deal, and we were talking about it and we're like, man, we just cannot cannot grasp like, you know, you talking about the old timer saying, you know, oh this that another like, man, you got to you got to understand that change is coming, and it's mm. coming to the point of where you got to be able to listen and understand versus just listen, and. uh yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, I guess we can call it impressive. Yeah, um, I know it's kind of late your your way. Like, uh, you good to go for another? I don't know, fifteen or so. Yeah, be fine. Yeah, we're good. All right. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to keep you up all night. I know it's uh, it's late that way, way, but. Um, uh, let me take a leak. We'll, uh, then we'll do a little, we'll shit on all the old timers on the, on the Patreon segment. Gotcha. All right. Be right back. Up in the morning, beneath the stars so bright. Pull your hat down, make sure your cinch is tight. Horses kind of snuffy, cold chill up your spine. You'll get your ass moving, sun will burn on daylight. Tell the jobs done right. 